Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Hey, listen, Crims, you don't have to cut this part out. Our listeners love it when they when they see behind the curtain. Oh, you see, you're not even recording it. Okay, you can cut that part out. No, keep it all in. Then, keep it all in. You'll just take from yourself. Then when Phil starts recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, because, you know, the listeners love it when they get to see the behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? We're not just some polished corporate chill type part. No, this is the real, 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 real. You know what I'm saying? What you can cut out is, you know, just when there's too many long gaps. Recording like in that. progress. Gavans, we're recording in progress. Mm. Sure. Okay. Maybe after last week, I should actually like two redundancy measures. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, thankfully, w- thankfully, Crims, well done for cutting out Phil's uh, sudden and violent departure from the podcast. <laughs> what did it sound like? I don't even. I don't even remember. I was just. I was. I, and the thing, the annoying thing is, I'd been giving you a timeout for at least two minutes, but you were just blabbing. No. On and on. Which timeout? I, I. I was like Dan. I was like, dude, I'm about. I'm. 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 I'm feeling sick. I'm about to throw up. I'm feeling sick. I'm about to throw up. And you were like, yeah. I asked you, do we have time to discuss this? And you're like, yeah, we do. And then halfway through, you're like. Out, but anyway, it's fine. It's fine. He's better now, and he has learned his lesson not to eat from uh, questionable hygiene food spots. These Regardless actually, of how far these, these are actually very good establishments. The thing is, I've never gotten sick from a, from a dodgy place. I always get sick from the the the, 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 the places that came to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, Wait, I'd also like just, to apologize. We're, so, we're could, starting could, could you, could, just a few minutes late. Could you meet gendering on the mic? No, no, no. I, I just saw you. You, you, you know, you can see when someone's about to, you like, you like grabbed your, ma- your, your mouth, turned off the camera, disconnected, and you were gone. I was like, I damn. Never, I never grabbed my mouth, but okay. You were like this, well, you were like, then gone. It was... But it's fine. It's okay. It's all good. I'm sure the video. I don't know if the video is there, but anyway. Mm. I, and and the way you left also was abrupt. Let's put it that way. So anyway, we we were Crims managed to smooth it over, so we just moved on into a. Oh, Phil seems to have left us at the moment, so we shall wrap up the podcast. Everything all calm and collected, as if as if Phil wasn't shooting out of both orifices. No, it was just one. Just. I, I think okay, cool. it's, it's also just um, and I won't get it like a lot of coffee uh, does that so, <laughs> these, these past few weeks the amount of coffee I've had to drink you know it's it is not boded well for my my stomach my, my pH balance but you know that's neither here nor there hopefully the, I don't have an ulcer uh, also we, we started recording just a few minutes late uh, that's because um, I was coming from a photo shoot oh it's our anniversary weekend. Mm. So yeah, so so we we organized a little anniversary photo shoot. Um you'll see the photos on uh, on my Instagram on <laughs> anniversary day which has <laughs> Once again, more evidence of who wears the pants. The movie. theme is earthy. <laughs> Phil, that's that's such an archaic that's an archaic patriarchal. View. What do you mean who wears the pants? What does that even mean? Mm. Listen, man, we are a a progressive marriage with two people who understand. Of course, you know, as the head of the household, (laughs) you know. (laughs) She lets you do what you do. (laughs) 
But anyway, we 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 did a pretty cool photo shot. We were out in like in nature, in earthy outfits with earthy, you know, just tones and vibes and everything. I'm actually excited to see what the photos look like, but you'll you'll see them on on our actual anniversary. So listen, this is a great opportunity if you want to wish me a happy anniversary. One year. Twobroketwimbles.com forward slash donate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Why not put why not put those good vibes out in the universe? Maybe you will mm. have a happy marriage or you will find someone. You know what I'm saying? Just putting good vibes out in the universe. But anyway, Philip, do you have a song that you want us to start with? Well done. I'm after you said what I said, my oh, I'm looking at the playback now. I'm watching the playback. Oh, you you can tell when, when things are going bad. Like a minute before, <laughs> like I've got this look on my face. I'm calling for the timeout. I'm, I'm doing the playback. This is the live. This is the live replay. I'm curled over. You can tell that I'm struggling. I'm like, keep it together, Phil. Keep it. Together. I'm trying to breathe deeply. I'm looking down at my phone. I, every time I look up, I'm like, oh, oh, I look. I do not look well. I'm trying to t- I'm trying to get Dan's attention. Dan is still just yabbering and yammering <laughs> and yammering. This man does not shut up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, you know. Okay. And that's that. I can I can comfortably say Dan is lying. I ended the recording. I was still like I looked sick, but I wasn't holding my mouth anything. Dan, you're lying. Hey, my Okay, how did you end it? How did you end it? The the last second of this recording, it just look you look concerned, like mm-hmm. and I look like <laughs> and that's it. Like I just have this look of, of like absolute fatigue on my face. All right, let's let's uh let's start here. Let's start here. Okay, you know, let me start off right then. I actually have I actually have some shim shim we don't know shim. Oh, are you playing something? Too late for you, man. Too late for you, man. It's just, you know, these four to seven business days that's going on here with, you know. I'm just going to fast forward a little bit. Just a few seconds. You know, Philip, there's uh, there's some people who really, really dislike Ama Piano. Not because of Ama Piano itself, but the fact that it seems to be the only thing that ever plays. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, if you are listening right now, sorry, man. Sorry, man. But it's fire. It's fire. Dubula, dubula, dubula. Who song is that? Dubula, dubula. It's um, Harry Kane, Master KG, Emo, and DJ Latini. It's called Dubula. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Is that our emo? Dubula, Is that our emo? Yeah. Is that what? Is that our emo or another emo? No, 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 not not our emo. I don't know which emo. It's E E M O H. Emo. Oh, emo. Yeah. Emo. You're my emo. Give me. We are about to play something. Yeah, you're still welcome to Philip. You're still welcome to if you want to. 
You know what? Not the soft stuff. Bug with rug. You gotta kick us over some some right. Hey. Oh, coming to you from another extension. Under pin the deep, under pin the deep. Ishe ropa fada pato shanda tiko bata win. Air force nip na kache kajin mano ziva kiss. Tanindi no mupa defeat. I'm gonna fight for my life, retreating no that visa door. Jehovah Gazira Itafura Yakana. Ah no, the boy. No, Nati was a national treasure, man. The boy, national treasure. We'll get into it later, but yeah, um, I'm annoyed at this uh, this whole mixtape nonsense. But anyway, we'll get into that later. But just, just, just <laughs> assembling this project in traffic, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah national going. treasure, man. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's let's start the show. Let's start the show, Philip. Philip. Mm. Philip. Are you good to go? Sound of thing now. Let me hear a drum Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Two Broke Timbos. My name is Danny Guy, aka Danos the Bad Titan, aka Denfoot with Maraini, aka Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Don't make me a sandwich, add me to your close friends, or borrow my hoodie if you my girl's friend. Aka Akuna Moon Wendy Dan That's right, that's right, that's right. He's here with one only mistake, but the fully healable. Don't try to get from the blows to be well. Get pizza, be. Get sexy, don't go for Get filthy, Phil. And of course, Phil on Musk. Most notably, Sam Marie. We're back again with another episode. I know, I know. You guys are relieved. Like, yo, they managed to bring one, two episodes back to back. No, we're back to the consistency that you guys know and love from us. So we here, we here, we here. Let's start off as we normally do, just by quickly, quickly. Oh, I already did the apologies. Saga, it's bold. So, so, sorry, guys. No, actually, I didn't. There's no apology to the listener. It was just an apology to you, Phil. Anyway, let's talk about Zimbabweans doing it big. We've got a couple of Zimbabweans that we want to shout out. It's a great way for us to start the, po- for, for us to start the podcast. But you know what, Philip? We've discussed this already. We need not just Zimbabweans doing it big, but Africans doing it big. Partly because we keep repeating some of the same Zimbabweans and also because mm-hmm. we're beginning to realize that we have audiences in different parts of Africa, in Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa. So we want, to, we want to acknowledge you and also acknowledge some of your own countrymen that are doing big things across the world. So uh, as of next week, we're going to be shouting out some of the Africans doing it big. Zimbabweans, of course, as well as others in Africa doing big things. Uh, let me do this. Let me do this. Don't worry. It's everything is everything is sounding good here. Don't worry. Don't worry, Philip. This is Zoom doing their automatic things. First of all, let's give a shout out to 
Simba Nyamwanza, who became the club, who became Shrewsbury Town's youngest ever player on his 16th birthday as he played against Walsall in the EPL Trophy. Zimbabwean uh, Simba Nyamwanza doing his thing over there, breaking records and representing Zimbabwe out there in the UK, playing for Shrewsbury Town. Uh, congratulations to you and congratulations for doing your thing. Um, <laughs> I just took a look, took a look at the picture of my man's. My man's looks young, but shout out to you, man! Shout out to you for representing, uh, becoming the youngest player ever to play for Shrewsbury in uh, in the in the EPL. <laughs> FL Trophy, sorry. We also, in the realm of sports, want to give a shout out to uh, Zimbabwe's uh, JBC basketball team, which made history as it fought for a spot in Basketball Africa League. They did their thing. Uh, JBC, they uh, secured a coveted spot in the Elite 16 Division East of Basketball Africa League, BAL, Season 4. This was after they uh, triumphed over Zambia's Munali Sons at the University of Botswana's Indoor Arena and an 87-50 victory. This was uh, this week on Monday. So congratulations to... Uh, and I know you watched that game keenly, Dan, because you, you are the king of all the sports. Tell us, how did that game go? Excellently. Excellently. They won. Mm-hmm. They scored a penalty and their keeper was on fire. So... This is in a basketball game. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kept hitting it out for sixes, eh? Mm-hmm. Finally, as a bonus, I want to give a big shout out to Danai Gurira, who has been honored as a champion of change at the 2023 Impact Awards hosted by Time Magazine. Um, the, the event was held on the 17th of November in Kigali, Rwanda. Shout out to Danai Gurira, who celebrated for her versatile talents, particularly in the realm of acting. Uh, but she uses her platform to also push for positive change. So uh, congratulations to her uh, being honored as a champion of change. Ah, one day we'll get her on this podcast. Yeah, Don't you know. You bring up. So um, our last episode, Philip, the all's well that just ends episode. A couple of references mm-hmm. in there. I'm sure some of you have picked them up already, but uh, much, much appreciative to you. Um, any follow-up? There was a lot of follow-up in our, in our Patreon group, Philip. It was indeed. It was indeed. Let's, let's let's run through it. And also, you you had mentioned the the playout song that you were loving. I think we should uh, get back to that. We should double back on that topic. <laughs> yeah. So we last week we played out with the song um, "Sungano" uh, by um, Baga. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Baga K Flow Boy Nino Entertainer Alexei getting paid. Boy, it's called "Sungano." Sungan, for our non-Zimbabwean listeners, that's a, a, a Chishona word that means unity. Yeah, so it's a, <laughs> And the reason this song is particularly interesting is because Boinino is from Bulawayo. He's representing Debele Chichichi and obviously Baga, Keflo, uh, uh, Shona. So they, they sing in both languages on the song. It just, it just bl- blends well, meshes well. Baga is, 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 is a beast at the hooks, man. He, he'd be killing them, man. What a tune. I love that song. I've been singing it all week in my mind since last week. So tune. Sungano. Something else that was raised, Philip, was people seem to notice something that you kept referring to. And they were like, but you haven't updated us. I don't know if you want to address it on the podcast. Of course not. It's not in the business. <laughs> Philip, sometimes you have to share a little bit of your personal life with listeners. A little bit. I do. And I do. Like, listeners know a lot about my personal life. 
<laughs> like if, if you pay attention, there's a lot of information. There, there's so much information. I'm not going to spell that for you. Hmm? Well, shout out to Phil's madam. And then um, uh, people actually got a chance to listen to Andre 3000 album that we were speaking about. Did you get a chance to listen to it, Philip? I have indeed. It <laughs> is a sublime on your morning meditations. I love it. Is that the right? It, apparently, it was mixed at, the, at a healing frequency, and I can feel uh, those healing vibrations. Apparently, it it's an excellent album to listen to if you want to like really zero in on work. It's just playing in the background mm-hmm. and you're working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was unable to to link the 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 sounds I was hearing to the titles of the songs, but. Were you on shrooms? That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. I was not on any kind of psychedelic, so I was unable to do that. But yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone who hit us up about our last episode. And a lot of these conversations happen on our Patreon group. If you want to be part of the Patreon, the exclusive Patreon group, all you got to do is go to twobroketumbles.com forward slash donate. Just pay $5 a month and we'll add you to the WhatsApp group. We have great conversations this week. This week, we went from sport to Discussing the tech world and discussing the whole open AI and whatever whatever situation to discussing in detail, Futu. Yeah, in detail. And then and then to discussing you know somewhat lighter issues like one of the biggest trending videos of the internet this week, which is what I referred to in my intro today of that uh, um, uh, those two girls who are friends and the one was apparently trying. But there was an interesting discussion there that we we should actually tackle Mm. is. Some people were, were talking about the inability or desire to play defense, and we were like, <laughs> "So l- let me let me just let me just do a quick summary of everything so that we can discuss it." Okay, so what happened is there was a young lady. I assume she's in her early twenties. She goes onto TikTok and she tells a story about how she had to cut off one of her friends because when she started getting a boyfriend, her friend uh, started doing some shady stuff. For example, her friend added her boyfriend to her close friends list on Instagram. Then <laughs> her friend borrowed her boyfriend's hoodie. And then her friend made her boyfriend a sandwich. And all of this was so shady. And she was like, nah, this person's moving foul. She blocked her. And then now they've ended their friendship. Then the friend came out afterwards and said, yo, I feel like I've been misrepresented in this whole thing. First of all, we met her boyfriend together. So we all grew, we all grew our friendship together. Yes, they started dating. But because we were now comfortable together, I added him to my close friends. It ain't that deep. Secondly, I lived with her. So when he was over and he had his hoodie or whatever the situation, oh, I think they were at the house. I don't even, I didn't really follow it. Yes, I used his hoodie. I'm just, she says, I'm notorious for not returning hoodies. It's not cute, guys. I know you guys think it's a cute little thing. Oh my, I have this quirk. I just take guys' hoodies I'm, and I don't return them. Ha 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 ha. I'm notorious for, 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 for petty theft. <laughs> it's, oh, Lord. it's so funny, you know, I'm so quirky. I just take people's hoodies. It's, it's not what you think it is, please. And then I sacrificed him at the altar. And then and then she's like, yeah, and the reason I made him a sandwich is because he helped me with setting up, mounting my TV in my room, and she was there, and I didn't even give him the sandwich directly. I gave it to her to give to him, blah, 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 blah. So obviously, look, first of all, it's all a very stupid and whatever dumb situation. We actually had a very uh, somewhat heated debate with my wife about the whole situation. Oh, why was it heated? Look at all you guys are fighting. I mean, not really heated, but like, let's say vigorous debate. Because as far as she was concerned, they were toxic friends for each other. And then I said, I was like, they might have been, but it's also possible that maybe they just didn't communicate. And he's like, nah, they were toxic. And I was like, no, I can see no, that. That sounds like a terrible lack of communication. It sounds like a lack of communication, a lot of assumptions, but also just in general, just I'm not checking someone. Because even if she was let's say willingly or deliberately yeah. moving mad. 
a checking, just, just simply checking their behavior would have addressed it. And you know, I've realized something there. Which is what I said, Philip. <laughs> but then she was, like, she was like, it's clear you don't understand women. Then I, and this, I said, in my, in my immense point. wisdom, I said, actually, I've interacted with many women in my life. See, <laughs> but but so this is the, this is the point I wanted to get at, and it looks like you and your wife are on the same path. Is in in recent years, but particularly this year, I've started to notice like how women talk to each other, especially in an environment where the they're trying to establish a picking order. And in, in every social interaction, I think both men and women, they kind of when you're introducing yourself to someone. People want to figure out where do I fit on the totem pole? Am I above? Am I below? It's a weird thing humans do. So I'm not going to say it's just women because I, men do it too. Sometimes you'll be shaking someone's hand and he's squeezing a little too hard and you're like, what the hell? It's a handshake. What's going on? I'm really alpha. I'm the strong one. Like, sure. Damn, man. <laughs> so what women do when they're doing this is they have these very snide backhanded comments. And sometimes like when I'm I'm, when I'm also dealing with, not even on a professional level, they do that. And it's because of, like like you just said, a lack of confrontation, but also a lack of repercussions. Because the reason why men aren't too catty with another man, it's very simple. You'll get knocked out. And men know this. So, so I'm, I'm going to watch what I say around another man because I don't, I don't want to start a fight. But women, because it's, socially unacceptable to fight like fighting is the absolute last 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 well, last, last, so last we look I, I hate to use the term but look we've we know a lot of hood rats is what i'm saying <laughs> and all and that's my point is that because there's no real repercussion of being beaten a lot of these weird comments these snide comments these shady comments these shady activities shady behavior you know what i mean mm. stealing my stealing your boyfriend's hoodie and then pleading ignorance later Fam, whether you are and whether you are the chidumo of Udis, you know what I mean? Whether there are articles about your skill and your sticky fingers with regards to hoodies. If that is my boyfriend's hoodie, I don't care who you are. You might you might be the biggest cat bird. You leave that alone. So and you immediately take like a blast. Why? I, you okay, you were cold yesterday. Today it's warm Zosachi. <laughs> So the, 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 the way I saw it, right, is they're clearly both wrong. Person number one, for failing to communicate, or as you said it, to check your friend. To simply say, hey, I'm not comfortable with, with what you're doing. And then and my wife says, you clearly don't understand women because that is not a normal interaction with, in most women friendships. Maybe and we've we- identified the problem. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Dubé. You're welcome. <laughs> And then on the flip side, the other one was moving foul. Like, yo, I don't, like, you can't sit there and be like, what do you mean? Yes, I was wearing his hoodie and I was taking thirst trap pictures on my Instagram wearing his hoodie. That don't mean I want him. I mean, come on. Come on, bro. Come on. We are not all born yesterday. Come on. So it's one of those situations where it's not that deep, but somehow it captured the internet's imagination. And it was, I, I did a quick scroll of just looking at people's comments. And then I was like, yep, just as I expected. The, here's the thing. The women who have experienced it, and this is what they'll say, right? And I, I believe them. They'll say, I've been in that situation where the person didn't actively do anything, but they had this energy and the way they moved was just foul. 
And you couldn't say anything because they'd be like, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. And you get gaslit into, into thinking maybe you're, maybe you're crazy. So I completely understand what she's saying. And then there was others who were saying, nah, let's use logic here. Person one said, I felt weird vibes. Person two said, hang on, I did ABC logically and no one has spoken to me. So, you know, so it just, it, it was just this, it was almost a debate between the feelers versus the logicers. No, and I think at this level, the logicers have little life experience. Because no matter how logical you are, you start to realize that humans do not behave in a logical manner all the time. So the reason, the only reason we communicate and have to communicate effectively is to counteract the illogical behaviors that humans have. So, so I agree. If you're still trying to approach... <laughs> If you're still trying to approach this with, well, you think clearly, you pain must be, we get a variable of saying. If you're still approaching it that way, you haven't lived life, which is fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible with humans, but it's fine. Aye, 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 aye. And once again, once again, I want to state on public record, I want a separate, a separate truncated internet where you have to be in a particular category to be with other people. The, the, there's different ways of categorizing. I don't have the answers for how to do it. Maybe it could be by exposure, by finance, maybe, by age. I don't know, whatever it is. Because we can't all be in the same space when we all think so differently. It just leads to the mess that we're in now. But anyway, let's talk about uh, real things, Philip. Mm. Real love. Did you see uh did you see Snoop Dogg quit uh quit marijuana? I didn't believe that for the <laughs> second. I saw I saw that like three days before and I was like, nope, don't buy it. This is a campaign. Do you know why I believed it? Why? Because he looked so old. I don't know, maybe I haven't been paying attention to his recent videos, or maybe I've only been watching old Snoop Dogg videos or whatever. <laughs> but when I saw when I saw like an image or recent images of Snoop Dogg, I was like, yo, is my man sick? Or like, is something going on? Is he like, did his doctor tell him like, yo, you got like three months to live, man. Or something, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I maybe I can see it. And then Meek Mill came out with his own like, oh, yeah, man, I agree with Snoop Dogg. Sorry. I agree with Snoop Dogg, yo. I think that I too should quit smoking marijuana. <laughs> yo, wait, no, dad, you need to get the full cut. <laughs> No, I need to get the full one. Meek Mill is hilarious. Like, okay, Meek Mill does and says a lot of weird <laughs> things. But <laughs> did you get the quote? This week he's been on fire. Like he's between the beef with Trippy Red, this, and then what he was saying last week about women. I'm just yeah. Right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So as a direct response to so Daily Loud, boo tweeted Snoop Dogg says he's giving up smoking, which, which is a leading thing because in the, the, the actual, actual caption is, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Clue number one, give up smoke. Please respect my privacy this time. Not give up smoking, mm-hmm. not give up the weed. Phil, we don't, we don't have time to analyze that. So this is what Snoop <laughs> said, yeah? Mm. And then, yes. And then Meek Mill responded, I'm a... Wo- I'm, I am a, so I'm thinking it's ama. Then wit, I think do it. No, but it's I think, spelled W-I-T. No, no, I think he said quit. U-I-T. You wanted to say quit. 
Ah, but I'm the Q, a queen, the Q and the man. W are right yeah. now. You know, no, QWERTY. W, yeah, yeah. QWERTY. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, yeah. Uh, and once I quit, I go cold in Dubai. Snoop start the snow smoking challenge. We gonna follow up! Exclamation mark. It's not healthy for me. I'ma go to Dubai and completely stop smoking. I'ma follow Snoop. My doctor said I got a little bit of emphysema in a chest. If I don't stop smoking, it cuts my lifetime in half. I was addicted to the nicotine, and this new weed got too many chemicals and too risky to play with my mental. Unfortunately, <laughs> Unfortunately. a few days later, Snoop Dogg then put out a video, which turns out it was an advert for, I don't know, whatever ovens that are smokeless or whatever. It's a, it's a smokeless, Honestly, a, smokeless a brilliant guy. campaign, brilliant ad. <laughs> but like everyone was like, oh, he ain't really quitting, quitting weed. Smokeless, giving up smoke, smokeless bry, like barbecue stand oven type thing. I I get it, I get it, I get it. So I <laughs> honestly, whoever that marketing team is, I must I mean it was quite brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Because who gonna care about that unless they did it the way they did it? But he also let a few people on, so shame. That was quite unfortunate. It was um yeah. Uh, Shame. I've I've looked through uh, Meek Mill's tweets. There have been no further comments since the revealing of that ad. <laughs> and uh, sadly, Daily Loud seemed to have deleted their tweets that uh, Meek Mill's responding to. Fish, that's unfortunate. So, yeah. Daily Daily Loud has had to retract a statement. <laughs> Man, never saw that coming. All right, Philip. Let's move from this uh, somewhat light, silly comment discussion. Oh God. Something a little darker. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, so, on the day we dropped last week, news broke. Literally, as we were recording. Um, it was after we recorded. I, I, probably as we were recording, you're right. As we were recording, because I remember reading it as we were recording. And I was thinking, should we tag it? I was like, nah, it's too early. Um, let's wait for the story to develop and get more information. So, you saw it as we were recording, Phil? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Okay, anyway. I mean, so here's the story. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puffy, a.k.a. Brother Love, which clearly is a misnomer. Um, court documents came were, were made public that Cassie Ventura, Cassie, um, was um, putting out a civil lawsuit against Diddy for... Years of uh, sexual assault and um, sex trafficking, and I think the, the the allegations were there were several things, right? And basically, she was talking. Oh yeah, about, I was nasty. If you read that dog, yeah, ooh, yeah. It, 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 it even had a, a what you call it a trigger warning on the front of the of the court documents. That's how nasty it was. Anyway. Um, yo, that was, it was because the moment it dropped, everyone was, it, people started digging up old Snoop, uh, I, mean, I mean, old Diddy videos, old Diddy interviews. There was a time where he posted a story of Cassie, which was just like, like in light of this, it was so foul. It started bringing up dif- different people who had comments about how Diddy moved funny, started bringing up videos of Diddy and Justin Bieber. It was just, it was messed up. Mm-hmm. Within 24 hours. The moment the banks closed, essentially. Yeah. 
um, it was announced that Didi was settling out of court. So the assumption obviously is that money was paid, um, but I don't think we have those details. Well, there's been rumors. Uh, I think um, the prevailing uh, and most credible rumor is that a settlement for around $30 million was made. Yeah, I saw that as well. Although someone else said it's also very possible that no money was exchanged and it could be threats, which I, I, I think is less likely. I think it's probably likely that maybe both. But I don't know. Whatever, whatever is possible. Um, a little bit of background. Diddy and Cassie started dating when he was 37 and she was 19. Some of you may recall that at the time, Cassie was in a relationship with Ryan Leslie. And then Cassie left him to go be with Diddy. I mean, obviously Diddy mogul, money, career, I don't know. And for over 10 years... In that period, while they were dating, Diddy apparently subjected her to all kinds of mistreatment, um, from assault to rape to, um, yeah, just terrible stuff. I didn't even read the full. It was it was quite dark. Uh, he apparently plied her, or he allegedly plied her with drugs and alcohol, causing her to fall into dangerous addictions. Um, and yeah, he controlled her. He forced her to get allegedly forced her to get. Um, implants, which he then forced her to undo, even though that was at personal risk to her, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, the fact that within 24 hours, no defense, no, what it just, it's settled. Don't bring it up again. I mean, I mean, you ain't got to be a legal expert to see that clearly. Clearly, there's some stuff that was not supposed to come to light or for a drag, a, a long, drawn-out court case. Not only that, the more momentum this gives you because now it's like, wait, okay, the details about Cassia coming out. Now other people you know start what? coming out. And then, then it just builds upon each other. And then before you know it, you've got a four-part documentary on you. Surviving P. Diddy. I will mention, even though I know that the majority of our listeners to this podcast um, are, I would hope, normal people. I will just mention since we're discussing it. If someone comes forward with claims of this kind of um, treatment, Responding with immediately siding with the powerful man and saying, I don't believe you. Why did you take so long? Where's the proof? Is more harmful than simply just saying nothing. Just say nothing. If it's that difficult for you to believe a victim, just if you want to wait for more proof or wait for more information or wait for more evidence, just say nothing. Because it makes it easier for victims to come forward. Right? If you feel so strongly about discrediting a victim, now I'm looking at you sideways because why is it so important for you that we mustn't believe victims of this kind of situation? Or survivors. I know how people 
uh, want to make sure that you know we we apply a positive view of certain uh, um, circumstances. But yeah, so that was a situation that happened. Um, people started bringing out like weird old videos, man. I think, I think sometimes I'm jaded to it. Sometimes it's because I'm so invested in it. Like a lot of this stuff I see, um, but I don't, obviously I'm not a massive platform, whatever. So, a lot of that stuff that was being discussed, I'm like, oh, wait, people didn't know about this? Oh, people didn't know about this? Oh, okay. I guess people didn't know about it either. A lot of this stuff, it's been in the public public forum for quite some time. So, it's not it's not his first ex that has come out and spoken about him? Nope. And he's having a bad month. Between between this and Keefe D, he's having a... Do you remember? Do you remember? It was but a month ago, Philip, on this very podcast. When we discussed that, oh, Diddy is giving out his, um, he's making a public show of giving out the publishing rights to his, uh, to certain artists' music back to the artists or to the the estates of said artists. And we were like, hmm, fishy. Why would he do this? Well, I was also just like, it's, it's not charity either. Like, you're still making money. Yeah. That, that endeavor. Well, 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 well. No, yo, oh, do, oh, Daniel, you hear the, the interesting part? So, like, for, for them to get to this point, um, Ms. Ventura's lawyer alluded to it, and also it's been discussed in a few articles. So this is a six-month process. So for six months, Diddy knew this was coming. And he was like, I, 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 Do you remember when, uh, do you remember when he had a scuffle with J. Cole? An altercation, allegedly. <laughs> Oh, remember when he stabbed some? No. Remember when he shot someone in the club and then he, he, he made the current ambassador from Belize take the, the fall and do 10 years in jail and not give him a cent? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, look. Yo, guys. Okay, okay, wait. wait, 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 wait. So one of the allegations. One of the allegations. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie might have been showing Kid Curry some attention. And... <laughs> Was it not the other way around? Kid Cudi whatever was showing was Cassie some attention. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Diddy found out. Because she's a beautiful woman. And, eh? Yeah. And, and within hours, Kid Cudi didn't have a car anymore. <laughs> I, 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 you know, some of your, some of your <laughs> idols here move funny, eh? They move funny. Oh, Someone, someone like holler at Jen, Case you know, and ask him how far. Anyway. Jen, considering the fact that we're talking about yo, people don't communicate and they don't check people early. I did. There was not. There was, there was none of that. We did. did he <laughs> check it immediately? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "Let me have the clearest conversation you gonna have today." I'm not even say a word. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait. Actually, we've got the perfect sound. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> I feel that's not fine. <laughs> that's not funny for. Remember the day and night. <laughs> I'm gonna break out. Tweet, tweet. Last night, didn't even get an answer. Well, this is just as bad as your your against upon the youth situation. <laughs> okay, wait. I don't understand. I don't understand why people are reacting that way to that thing. I was thinking. 
<laughs> anyway, so while in the same vein, so um, um, news broke today and yesterday that several high-profile celebrities and figures in Hollywood were also be- getting accused of sexual assault, uh, including um, Cuba Gooding Jr., Axel Rose, say it ain't so, but Jamie Foxx, Jimmy Iovine, all dropped in, a, in the space of a couple of days. And to, to be honest, I haven't fully read up on the story, but apparently there's a, 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 um, an Adult Survivors... It's called the Adult Survivors Act. Yes. yes. yes which has yes, yes. um, relaxed the statute of limitations in civil suits up until the end of this year. So the year's about to end. People are... I, I don't know what... If it's just like there's an information campaign. Well, it's it's one year from November last year. So it's set to expire Friday. So when you hear this podcast or if you hear it on Friday, yeah. that's the last day of this, the Adult Survivors Act, which removes the statute of limitations that's still talking about. Yeah. yeah. I'm, what, what I'm trying to understand, and maybe it's irrelevant, is like why so many cases are coming like at the finish line as opposed to throughout the year. But, you know, I think that's insignificant. If, if I mean, I think I, I think I could explain victims. that. Mm, go ahead. It's it's not a secret, and everyone knows that it's it is difficult for survivors to come forward and speak about this, or to even try to engage legal proceedings. So I can imagine that lawyers, family, friends, etc., were urging or trying to encourage survivors to come forward, and they were like, oh, I don't know, maybe I don't know. And throughout the year, you're watching how other people are getting their reactions going on, and so on, until you get to stages like, listen, it's literally now or never. You got today. Today's your last day to put this forward. Yes or no? Are we doing it? Yes or no? I don't know. I don't know. Are we doing it now? Should I make the call? Okay, fine. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine that the fact that there's a, a, a deadline fast approaching pushes some people over from I'm not really sure to fine, let me just do it type of situation. Fair enough. Um, so, so yeah, I love, a lot of people being caught up in the dragnet, Dan. Who's next? Damn, not Jamie Foxx, man. Will there be more man. Man, man. What are the details of his accusations? Because I, I, I saw his name pop up, but what are the de- what, what is being alleged against? So I know I don't want to make it minimize it, but at least it's not as um, violent as other situations. So the story with him is that he was at some party somewhere and um, he caught the eye of some lady and then started speaking to her and then they started flirting and then he started touching her in very inappropriate places where she was like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And then she, uh, and then she claims also that it got so bad that she had to go get a checkup at the hospital. Actually. Wait. So after, after she raised the concern, did he stop? Which does he say he continued? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, the, 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 the way I read this, I just read a very brief description of it, which seemed to imply that, um, listen, we were at a party. Okay, l- we started let me read it. A little let bit. Read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's yeah. read it. So there we go. Actor Jamie Foxx faces sexual assault and battery charges in a lawsuit filed on Monday with the New York State Supreme Court. The alleged incident occurred in 2015 at Catch NYC, a popular New York City restaurant, according to the complaint obtained by CNN. CNN has reached out to representatives of Fox as well as the plaintiff's attorney. The plaintiff identified as Jane Doe claims that in the suit that Fox intentionally and without consent used a force to offensively touch plaintiff's person, including groping her breasts and genitals. The complaint alleges Fox seemed intoxicated at the time of the incident. As a result, the complainant states the woman suffered and continues to suffer physical and emotional injuries, anxieties, distress, embarrassment, economic harm, 
and is seeking an unspecified amount. The plaintiff is also suing the restaurant's parent company, Ketchup Salary Group, and various related businesses entities as defendants for negligent hiring, training, and supervision. Representative for the company was not immediately available for comment. Okay. It still doesn't give that much detail, but it's obviously foul. You know what I'm saying? So, not Jamie, man. We thought, you know, I thought Jamie had a wholesome vibe about him, you know? Are we going to have a, going to have a real conversation about this then? Okay, it's fine. Let's, Let's have a real conversation. Phil, we have the real rule. Let's have a real conversation. Let's have a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to become that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we're not gonna. I think I think we've referred enough. Uh, we're not obviously trying to, trying to minimize anything. We're not trying to. That's the thing. Um, so that's the thing, Phil. I know there's always a possibility in any situation that we are not. There's always a possibility that this is a powerful celebrity who took advantage of his of his power. But at the same time, in the description, I won't lie, the description sounds to me like you guys were flirting. He took it a little bit further than you expected it to go. He and was drunk. That's why I asked. That's, that's why the first question I asked is when she said stop, did he stop? Yes. So I, I would want to know if that's the case. But at the same time, the fact that she came forward, again, I'm, gonna, I'm leaving my mind open to all possibilities. And the fact that Jamie Foxx hasn't necessarily had this kind of thing against him in the past makes me think that I I hope this is a case of misunderstanding or because again, being real, real, real. Okay, guys, being let's be real, okay? And I think those of you who listen to this podcast know that we are not we are not those uh you know, th- th- those guys that are trying to protect powerful people. We're not. His next statement will be a statement trying to protect powerful not people. Not at all. But I do want to say that we know that situations happen where one person's on one page and the other person's on the other page. The correct way to handle it is when someone communicates that I am not comfortable or I don't like this or I'm not on that page, you stop whatever you think you're doing. But the fact that you made advances depends on the situation, but I, I think I can see that situation happening somewhat commonly. You know, you, you see someone, you lock eyes, you flirt a little bit, you pull in for the kiss, your lips touch, and it's like, whoa, what you doing? I'm like, oh, sorry, my bad. I thought this or I thought that. If you grab her head and insist on kissing her, then now it's like, okay, now that's clearly sexual assault. But the fact that you pulled in, and again, situations differ, but to me, the fact that you pulled in is like, I don't know, eh? Like, uh, what about if the signals that you're exchanging are a little bit more than pulling in for a kiss? Or at least you think they are and she's I, like, whoa, I, I what think, you doing? Yeah, I know. We're, 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 we're dancing precipitously close to the third rail here, Dan. We're very close. <laughs> but anyway, we don't, we, look, honestly, we don't have enough details. So, you know, I'm, but, but yeah, I'm going to take now, it at I face value. Let's move from this, but, but taking it at this, uh, so like, and I think, is it, impo- is it an important discussion to have? I don't know. Yeah. But like, remove, this is a totally different thing. But like, if you're making out with someone, now you've made out, you're making out, kissing, swapping, salivas and so forth. There might be a progression. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like, you, 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 you're you surviving on social cues. 
But if you're drunk, maybe your perception is that social, those social cues is a little skewed, which is why it's pertinent to this case as well. It's like, like grabbing, even grabbing a butt, moving your hands down, touching anybody. You need a form of consent, right? And you're not going to ask it. It's just going to be inferred. Like, okay, maybe I should grab it. And if she doesn't swat my hand away, I'm okay. And you can grab it. Yeah. Grab the butt. But you, you, you see, Phil, I think what you're saying is fair and true. But the fact that she felt that she has to go and, and, and take this to court. Of course, there always exist people who do this falsely. I understand. That always exists. But we've seen the statistics, Phil. That's somewhat rare. <laughs> Ladies, I know you, you listen to us on this podcast. Are we completely off base here? Please help us understand. Yeah, I, I, and we genuinely ask him because we'd we like to get another position. Genuinely we, I, ask I, I can understand. I can understand like someone being uncomfortable, someone feeling like they were violated. I can even understand within the heat of the moment. Like, you know what? I was okay with it going up to here, but the, in the heat of the moment, I couldn't communicate that. Then you crossed the line. I had to check you. I totally understand. I've, I've been in a situation when I was single where I thought the, the social cues meant, oh, Pull in for the kiss. And she was like, whoa, whoa, what you doing? I was like, oh, my bad. I thought, oh, all right, listen, my bad. You know, I've been in that. Man, it's an embarrassing situation to be in. Mm-hmm. So once again, this is, these are, we don't want to minimize sexual assault. We want to make sure that every, anyone who's been a victim of it, anyone who suffered it gets justice in whatever form of fashion. And, and, and people uh, to believe them when they come forward. I don't want the default mm. to be, well, actually, were you giving him cues or were you giving him signals? That's not at all what we're trying to say yeah. or imply. So I, 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 I definitely um, sympathize with the, the woman in this case, the Jane Doe and the Jamie Foxx case. Um, I'm going to try, hopefully, that do some like research, get some court documents as, as details. Um, I will say um, I'm not removing Django from my playlist thus far. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm still going to listen to Girl, Get but, Comfortable. Eish, that song now. Because <laughs> <laughs> tonight we getting unpredictable. Blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. Okay. All right, Jamie. What the hell, Jamie? <laughs> what the? No, okay. No, but on, on a very serious note, ladies. Are we completely off base? I want to hear your opinion. Please do share with us. If we're in the, in the Patreon group, drop it in there. In a situation where we're purely relying on social cues. If someone missteps or misunderstands or whatever, um, what's what, like, how do you view that sort of boundary and how it must be navigated? Because it is an awkward boundary to be in. And I think the normal general understanding is I made a move. You said no. And we move on. What if you felt uncomfortable to say no, or you felt like I'm in a public place. I can't do that. Embarrassing. Or there's a powerful man. I can't embarrass him. I mean, mm. what is the implication of that? Does that mean you shouldn't make the move? Or should you explicitly ask, is it okay if I pull into that? I want to understand the general viewpoints around that. Mm. But yeah. some of the other I people that, here. That's the point of this podcast, that it's a dialogue, that, you know, a dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Communication. Actually, everything we're discussing today is about communication. But then again. And how are we having this discussion then? By communicating. Some some of the other people that we mentioned, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. as uh, apparently two women accused. Him ah, of he's going. He's he's coming out. He's going to be bankrupt very soon. 
Cuba good nigga. You've been moving nasty for a while. That one, I'm not even putting my neck out there. Nope, not nope. <laughs> Axel Rose. Um, ah, come on. Yeah, guys. that one is. Ah, that one is a little bit. Uh, that one is not. Oh, there was a nice misunderstanding. Blah, blah, blah. Dan, this was, Dan, yeah, this was. Dan, I think I discussed it on the podcast. Remember, the, that, I did tell you the story of like Axel Rose's brother had to kidnap him because yeah, yeah, yeah you mentioned it. <laughs> and the, wildly enough, this is from 1989. So the statute of mm. limitations really was raised by this. Uh, by this, but then mm. a lot of people are asking, why is it only for a year? Why is it now ending? I don't know. Yeah, that's the question. Like, why do in, in such instances, if you realize that statute of limitations shouldn't or aren't applicable or don't make sense, like why? I, I guess maybe it's that like because this was a state level, maybe they have to go to federal level, and there's three branches of the American government. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so please, please do share your feedback with us. Um, but yeah, it is a little several over these uh, situations. Yeah, that's right. You sit in those law seats and get this lawsuit. <laughs> All right. Um, Phil, you know, we've called ourselves the tech ombudsman on this podcast. That's what I saw listeners come to us for. We, we, we cracked the code. You know what I'm saying? We were, who was right about NFTs? Us. Who's right about crypto? Us. Hmm? Who's right, Who's about, right AI? about Elon Musk? So it's Come it's on. all hits, no misses so far. And let's uh, let's see if we can tackle another situation. So if you are not in this world, you may be like, what on earth are you talking about? So allow us to break it down for you. One of the most influential companies. In Game of Thrones style. <laughs> it was a very Game of Thrones situation. So one of the most influential companies in the world when it comes to technology is OpenAI. OpenAI is the company that brought you ChatGPT. They're also the company behind uh, Dali and several other uh, artificial intelligent technologies. The uh, CEO of OpenAI, I believe... Founding member, I mean, he founded together with other people, but CEO of OpenAI is a man by the name of Sam Altman. Sam Altman is a very powerful man in the world of technology. CEO of one of the big companies. Obviously, when I say big companies, it's not a big company in the vein of Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, but it's a big company in the sense of it's very influential at the moment, right? So OpenAI's board apparently voted last week Friday to oust Sam Altman as the CEO of OpenAI. Wild. <laughs> so this happened around Friday afternoon. Everyone assumed that this must have been a, a Friday dump so that, you know, it gets buried in the weekend by the time we come in on Monday. <laughs> Not only that, Dan, Dan, you're missing a crucial point. What's a crucial point? So Sam man, billionaire now, you know what I mean? He's, he's kicked up. Does the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix Formula One. Sam was like, your boys load up the private jet. We're going out this weekend. We're going to have ourselves a good old time. While they were still offloading the phone, like he had just arrived, bro. I think he just got his lanyard. I think he just got his wristband. It's a text from the someone from the board. Can you up on Google Meet right quick? We've got an important meeting you have. So my man's, before even enjoying the F1 festivities, was immediately weekend ruined. Can you imagine like getting work on a Friday afternoon? Three thirty p.m. <laughs> so then they put out. They just just basically put out an announcement that they thought would be innocuous. Hey, just a quick heads up, guys. Um, yeah, we've uh, fired our CEO. Cool. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Now, 
Yeah. And people, people were like, um, Brovlowski from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, the internet blew. If, I understand. If all you follow are Kim Kardashian and, you know, you follow social topics or maybe you're into politics or maybe you're into sport, maybe you missed this part of social media. But it was on fire. It was burning. What? Fired? Are you? Jo- it's like it's like if news just dropped that. I don't know what's the equivalent. I'm trying to think. Dan, we don't even have to make comparisons. It's, it's very simple, guys. And if any, even people that don't follow tech know that there is artificial intelligence. They might have even heard of ChatGPT. They probably used it. They may not have heard of OpenA, but they, they've heard of ChatGPT. Like ChatGPT is by far and away the most powerful large language large language model. AI platform on Earth. Lambda would argue with you. Intensive. Mm-hmm. It is growing at a rapid pace. They are seen as the market leaders in this new phase of um Artificial intelligence and the race towards um, artificial uh, general artificial intelligence. There, there's uh, there's several large language so, models. So I, I'm just realizing not everyone is on the same. Okay, so Dan, we, no, we, we, we don't need to go into super, deep. Super, just, wait, they do super big quick things. Background. Super, these guys are so big. Google, Google Google panicked three times in a month because of OpenAI's announcements. So and Google are the world leaders. So so a little bit of background, right? Um. When we say AI, right, it's not really intelligence. What it is is a large language model. Oh, right? God. Basically, a lot of la- the entire internet, and not quite, but almost, and you've created an algorithm that is able to go through the entire internet and then sort of try to. It's basically super, super advanced um, autocorrect. That's what a large language model is. It's obviously, as Phil said, very expensive and very um, difficult to run. So there's very few companies that have large language models. One of them is OpenAI, which created uh, ChatGPT. There's a couple of other. After ChatGPT came out, uh, Google panicked. They released theirs. I think it's called Llama. Um, Bard. Oh, sorry. Well, there's, there's Llama and then there's Bard. Bard, Bard is the, 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 the yeah. front. Inter- the then there's a the Facebook one. And then the rumors are that Apple is working on their own. Amazon is working on their own. So Microsoft was like, yo. We're just going to invest in OpenAI because then we, that now becomes our but, thing. So Microsoft. And the great, well, the other thing is they didn't actually have to pay for this investment. They were like, hey, you guys mm-hmm. need supercomputers and you need processors. Guess what? We have a lot of. So we'll just give you guys a 8 billion credits. Use them how you will. Just give us 49% of your So company. now Microsoft obviously owns a sizable chunk of OpenAI. And in exchange, OpenAI is able to use their cloud computing and servers and whatever, whatever. And it's a big deal because now they were able to build and now ChatGPT4. And now we're expecting ChatGPT4.5 and blah, 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 blah. So Microsoft is a huge shareholder in OpenAI. But I, I believe they didn't have any board seats. No, they didn't. But But, but that's also because... Now, this is another complicated part of, of how OpenAI was created. When OpenAI was first created, it was created as a non-profit organization to do good because a bunch of these tech nerds, you know, Musk included, <laughs> came together and they realized, hey, we can't have a private entity or for-profit entity controlling artificial general intelligence because we believe this could be the signal or this could be the tool that could end humanity or civilization. Mm-hmm. So we want to accelerate the development of uh, artificial general intelligence and then when we've done we'll make it open source 
Therefore, that guarantees mutually assured destruction because if you have a, uh, AI that's just capable as my AI, it's just capable as your AI, like we're on an even playing field, you're not going to use that to destroy me because it's basically, or at the very worst, mutually assured destruction, which is something that they overlook, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so that, that's the, the premise of it. So when they formed their board, the board was to operate as a non-profit to develop artificial general intelligence and to do no evil. And, and I'm, I'm synthesizing it. They've changed their ethos about three times since, partly because they've taken on more and more private investment, which has changed their, their operations. So the board for OpenAI is supposed to operate as a non-profit and an NGO, which is the good of humanity, which is if we had to make a decision between making more money and saving humanity, we're taking the option that saves humanity even though it makes us less money because we are a non-profit and that is our mandate. However, because OpenAI realized that they needed to take on a great deal of investment to do to build this model because it's very resource intensive, they built a separate division, which is a for-profit division that um, Sam Altman was the CEO of. So he would then take on the private funding from venture capitalist ETC, but he was somewhat answerable to the board, but he operated at his own independent entity because he was running the for-profit, quote-unquote, division of OpenAI. It's a lot more complicated than this, but I'm trying to synthesize it as, as best as I could. So imagine you've got a, an NGO or nonprofit that realizes that they need um, funding to grow. And so instead of relying on people funding them, they start going out and, and they build a for-profit entity that's get, getting investment and using this investment to develop the large language model in their systems, higher staff, ETC. But they, they're slightly different models and it became an increasing point of friction between Sam Altman, his co-founders and the board because he kept operating at a frantic pace, getting investment and developing ChatGPT and from what it seems from some of, some of the reporting, not considering the long-term effects of this because he's Which, having a short-term outlook. They're like, hey, wait By the way, I, I think that's a lie. Maybe let's so, not... B- no, that's not true. That's, that's them trying... That's the board what? trying to make themselves look good. What do you mean? He wasn't considering... Uh, no, but this... Out of here, man. But anyway, yeah, no, go on. No, I think... Wait, I think... Yeah, so... Ultimately, that's the, that's the friction and the rubber. So where I do believe is happening is oh, I keep forgetting his name man um, I think it's Ellis the, the co-founder and board member who was doing work at MIT on the effects of um, artificial general intelligence he started complaining or raising the alarm bell that hey guys I think we're developing a little too fast here we should start considering some of the ramifications of what we're doing and he did publicly state this there are multiple public instances of him saying guys we need to be wary of artificial general intelligence and what damage it could do. And there was even like an all hands, like um, a getaway meeting where he burnt an effigy to generate, to represent like the, the ramifications of artificial general intelligence. So this is something that he was clearly concerned about from a while ago. He then left the company and then started another company with the former head of Google's AI division, who's also been raising alarm bells about some of the possible dangers of artificial general intelligence. And he, from the reporting, started swinging the, the board. And keep in mind, he was the swing vote anyway because the board only had six members. So getting Sam Altman removed on that premise, if the reporting is true, seems to make a lot of sense to me. And also makes me a little concerned because 
why do the people that seem to know the most about AI seem so concerned about AI? You know, like before, like you could kind of dismiss them. Like, ah, guys, you guys are over. You're overthinking. You're worrying. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. But then also, time, time, when you stop and you think about it, like, wait a minute. As smart as I think I, as I am, I've never built any AI models. Dan, have you built an AI model? No, but Phil, you know what? <laughs> but 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 my point being, like we can explain them, like we can rationally explain how they work, but we don't know how they work. The people that make these things are like, mm, guys, maybe we should be worried. And if they are worried, maybe we should listen because they know more than us. It's not all of them worried. It's a few small, and I don't think they are genuinely worried. I think they're using it as an agenda. But anyway, well, hold on. Uh, just just a quick correction. So earlier when I was mentioning the the uh, the large language models. Lambda is the Google sort of group of large language models on which Bard is based. Llama is Meta's or Facebook's one on yeah and and yeah. So separate. So it does it run when if you're following the major companies, Microsoft is OpenAI's uh, uh GPT. Um uh, Facebook have their own Llama. Uh, and Google have when their own app. Lambda. And Apple is rumored to be making their own, which they will probably release to us and charge us a, a crazy amount to add to our Siri or whatever. Anyway, so this is a little bit I of think, the background. I, just I, I hope you are not too bored by it. But on Friday, late afternoon in the US, for us it would be nighttime, it was announced that Sam Altman has been fired as CEO of OpenAI. A big, this is a big deal. Um, Saturday, people were like, people were going crazy. What? Blah, blah, blah. You know, accusations and attacks. Even Elon Musk was bringing out conspiracy theories as he always does. Man, that dude is so weird. Um, the board apparently started having second thoughts. Sunday, they called him to come in. He actually posted a picture to Twitter or X with his guest badge saying this is the first and last time that I'll come to this company. Imagine the CEO of the company. He was the CEO on Friday. On Sunday, he's walking into the premises with a guest badge because you need a guest badge to come in. Anyway, he came in to have for renegotiations with the board and whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, this time, the CEO of Microsoft, whose name is Satya Nadella, she was mediating the discussions between Microsoft's, I mean, between OpenAI's board and Sam Altman. Now, this is significant because remember, Microsoft didn't actually have a seat on the board of OpenAI, even though they were a major investor and now a majority, or not a majority, but a major shareholder. So now the fact that uh, Satya Nadella, who is the CEO of Microsoft, is negotiating on behalf of the board gives Microsoft a little bit of power into OpenAI. Anyway, long story short. Fam, they run their credits. Microsoft has a lot of power. <laughs> then Microsoft, after this, after this back and forth that they had on Sunday, on uh, early Monday, Microsoft then put out information that, oh no, we're creating a separate division that will be headed by Sam Altman and some people from Microsoft, which will, you know, in the world of AI. And I think this made this made OpenAI go like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So that by by Monday, not only not only that employees. Oh yeah, by the way, I forgot to mention uh, that. Yeah, uh, I think the, the rumors are that seventy five percent of OpenAI's employees um, signed a petition saying, "Listen, if you don't bring this guy back, we're leaving." And a lo- some of the <laughs> so board it, it also, went pear-shaped really fast. <laughs> some of the board were also like against it, and some of senior management, the senior leadership, were also against it. Anyway. Not only that, a lot of them didn't even know about it, including yeah. one of the OpenAI founders, Greg, um, what's his name? Uh, no, who left with them on Friday? Brockman. Greg Brockman. Yeah. Yeah, we go. Then, 
by Monday evening, the news was like, nah, this dude is coming back. And on Tuesday, it was announced that, oh, yeah, he's back as a CEO. So he has a period of, what, five and, days? And he killed everyone. Where a CEO was fired, there was panic, there was pressure, there was renegotiations, the CEO was brought back. Not only that, there was a CTO who was made a CEO, then made a CTO again, then was was out of a position and is most likely going to be unemployed by the end of the week. That was that, 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 was that lady, Murati. She's a... I don't know what yeah, she's exactly. like. She's an Asian lady who is often brought up as, yo, this is, she's like 30 years old. She's the CTO of OpenAI, blah, 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 blah. You know, she's, she's used as one of those motivational people. So she was made the CEO for like 24 hours. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk about the glass so, cliff. <laughs> what does this mean? And why should you care? Okay. Let me, let me attempt to try and explain. What this means is, at the end of this tumultuous back and forth, if you've ever watched Billions, you, I mean, you see, it's all about leverage and power and so on. At the end of these oh. five days, Sam Altman has been reinstated as CEO after renegotiations. I have no doubt that his packages are much larger than they were before. And he clearly has more leverage. Because you see what happens when you try to fire me. <laughs> They're not going to think about doing that anytime this, this, soon. This, this is this, this is literally season one of Succession, which Dan, if you'd been watching it, you would have I've realized. Watched season one. This is literally what happened in Succession season one. Have you, have you finished uh, it? I'm on episode... I haven't... Do you know why? Oh because my, my wife is... She's like, yo, man, I, nah. I'm like, no, let's just watch it. It'll get good. She's like, if it's not good in episode one or two, I'm it's, like, no, let's watch a, it. Come on. It's, no, I'm, I'm actually going to... Fact, I'm going to put my foot down. I know she'll love it. It's such... It, no, dad, dad, dad. What's again? Please go to Baba and say, Baba, so please, uh, sorry to disturb your evening ritual, but please, if you could, please, please, just let me watch Succession with you, please, Daddy. And then, you know. <laughs> As the head of the household, Phil, I'm now going to insist that we watch. <laughs> and she's going to insist that you <laughs> shut up and go back to your room. <laughs> so Sam Altman has come out of this with more leverage and more power. Because you tried to fire me and look what happened and now I'm back. Secondly, Microsoft, which never had a seat in the board, are now like, yo, we fixed this for you. Although they were already obviously investors and had like a, a large percentage of the company. Now they seem to have come out of this like somewhat on top. That's my, that's my, um, but, but that, reading on this. That's your short term capital. capital exactly. Research. And I want to say, and, and just to address, fine. why should you care? Yo. These billionaires are going to control your life for the next few years. We've seen what happened with Elon Musk and Twitter, X slash whatever. You, your life is literally being infected. What you did on Twitter is affected by... These dudes are the ones affecting your life. It's probably worth just paying a little bit of attention to like, okay, who's in charge? Okay, who's doing this now? Okay, cool. Got you, got you, got you, got you. What, what's their goal? Because keep in mind, I think the big shift like long-term that everyone needs to consider is fundamentally the company that OpenAI was on Thursday is not the company OpenAI is today. That on Thursday, they ultimately answered to a board whose main goal was the benefit of humanity. Hey, whatever we do with AI, we've got to consider the long-term ramifications and make the best decision for humanity and the greater public good. Now, OpenAI is nothing but another capitalist endeavor 
in a race to see who will dominate the market space first and damned be any consideration to the ramifications, the long-term damage. They just need to raise as much money and get to the finish line first. That gives me a little bit of a chill, Dan, because I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. Oh, uh, capitalism is capitalizing? Oh, no. What? We never would have guessed that to be the situation. Look, um, consider yourselves um, ombudsmen. We've given you a little bit of insight as to what's going on with OpenAI. And if you were wondering why your tech friends and your nerd friends were freaking out this weekend, that's the whole story behind that. If you fast forwarded this section, it, you know, it's all good too. It's also fine. You know what, Philip? We haven't actually spoken about Zimbabwe for a while. So let me, let me, let me gagaga you a quick funny story. Hit me, hit me, hit me. What do you mean I'm talking about? We spoke about it last week. No, no, I mean in this podcast. We talked about it last week on the podcast. So. Zimbabwe football. No, no. I mean in this episode. Um, Jamaican dancehall legend, Beanie Man. Wait. uh, no, that's elef- that's that's elephant man. Uh, look at you confusing hey, 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 your hey. black spot. Sorry. Uh, okay, look, Biniman was on uh, a radio show in Jamaica. Where's the clip? Uh, actually, I don't. I haven't seen the clip. We need to find that clip. Actually, hold on. Let me see if I can find that clip. Who? who what is going on with the producer? What is happening? Let me see if I can find that clip. But Philip, you know we won't be able to understand the patois. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you a funny story after this. Yeah, you're right. I can't find that clip. Um, I can't find that clip. Anyway, so he was on this radio program, and um, he is obviously talking about his his influence, what he's done, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then during this conversation in Jamaica. He makes a very interesting statement. He says, Zimdansal, Ami make it in a make it, Ami name it too, Zimdansal. He says that when he was in Zimbabwe, he was interacting with the local artists. If you guys, some of you may remember that uh, uh, that was a show where supposedly Winky D showed up, Beanie Man. Says he was interacting with the local artists, see? And he coined the term Zimdansal. So we can all thank Beanie Man. This was back in 2010. If anyone can find me a reference or anything that says Zimdansal before 2010, then we are immediately able to debunk this. But personally, I was unable to find it. There's an article. There's many articles. Mm-hmm. That pre that pre I'm trying to find. There's a, I'm finding an article, but it doesn't state. Like everyone's commenting on this, but I haven't seen the interview. I haven't heard the interview. Like even all these, all there's like a two thousand word response, but there's no reference to the, or link to the actual interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. The interview happened. Uh, several people have made reference to it. The point is, he claims that he invented the term Zimdansel. So is that true? Well, um, like I said, if we can prove that sometime before 2010, someone said Zim Dansel, then it's not true. Also, I suppose in general, it doesn't really matter. 
But uh, just I'm looking at the the. Yo, this is formatted so badly. I'm looking at this H Metro article that is speaking about it, and I can only read half the article because the other half is. I don't understand. It's just formatted so badly. Yo. How dare you, Dan? Harare Metro and Zim Papers as a whole are always infallible. Judging from the, from the from the, the right half papers. of this article that I can see, they say that many people <laughs> have credited a Ute by the name of Sluggy Ute for coming up with the term Zim Dancehall. Um, but was that actually the case? We don't know. Guys, okay, I don't want to discredit anyone's like contribution to the culture. You took words from, you you added took the genre, to and you put them together. Who, who, who created the term really? Amapiano? Well, obviously, <laughs> Sir Piano of the Amapiano. Wouldn't it be interesting oh. to know who did? Because, I mean, I get what you're saying, Phil. It's not that big a deal. But I do think it's interesting in the... But even even, even, but even Amapiano, was, was, it was a self... What's the word? It was an obvious thing. Because the early Amma piano songs actually had long. I, I don't so deny like, that. It's almost like, yo, how's the Amma piano? Is who was the first person who said in public or in writing or in some kind of a, a verifiable location or place, Amma piano? Don't you think that's interesting information, Tom? Because it's become such a global sensation now. Here, obviously, Zim Danso is not yet a global sensation, it's, but it's a yeah, big that, deal. I think. I think it's 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 it, it's interesting, yes. But I think it's also it's almost like if you didn't, someone else would. It's not. It's not like you're. Phil, it could have been called "I'm a keyboard." Just taking if someone else had done it. So it is exactly, and it's still, and it's. But but once again, the name is irrelevant. The I quality feel, of the content. I don't. Is, I don't disagree relevant. with you. I just think it's an interesting footnote to have in the annals of history. <laughs> it's an interesting footnote that this term was created by such and such person on this date, and I mean it's a it's you're right it's not mm-hmm. relevant. But but we know that it was created it was created by it was created by Biniman. He claims to have created it. I'm Here willing to accept it unless someone can prove that someone else did. But yeah, so he says back in 2010 he was basically like yo yo. But anyway, someone in apparently 2006 named Sluggy Ute. Uh, says he created the Zim Dancehall brand in 2006. So I don't know what you're looking for. All right, let's move on from that. Then uh, let's move on to some mess. Let's move on to 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 more more along the lines of um, stealing hoodies and drama. let's hear this drama, Philip. Okay, let's hear this drama. As a snake sheds his skin, we must shed our past over and over again. Are we really going to listen? Phil, take it off, take it off. We'll be taking off Spotify. Well... So a couple of weeks ago, okay, so. Meg Thee Stallion released this song, which you just heard. It's called Cobra. On that song, she revealed to the world 
that her boyfriend, Partisan Fan, Partisan Fontaine, aka Party, um, <laughs> apparently cheated on her in her own bed uh, while she was in like the darkest part of her life. Blah 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 blah. Um, mm. and obviously the girl is on the Twitters. All in an uproar, like how could he? You know, we were standing for you. That's why you can't take no man. That's why you can't earn more money than your man. That's why these broke men this. Because look at what he did. He at her lowest. Oh my money, How could he do this to her? She deserves better, girl. You mean to move on and have a hot girl summer? <laughs> so, um, obviously, everyone was really mad at Party. How dare you? How could you do this? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Party himself then released last week. He released a diss track called The Person in uh, which he basically defends himself and accuses Meg of lying. And then he says, <laughs> I don't dare. We got to play it, bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. Dad. Like, wh- wh- why, why are you? Why are you want us, why are you want us to play that trash song, man? <laughs> it's trash. It's not that trash. I, ten toes down, that's trash. Parties. Which is the party of Cobra. Okay, I'll address that later. Hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> After watching people track about you in unfavorable ways in order to get attention or clicks, <laughs> I never thought you would do something like that to me. Uh, I'd like to apologize for uh, no longer keeping up with your lies or supporting your habits to tell half-truths. I hope this message reaches you well. I hope you get the help you need. Look, you talk shit about Kellen, shit about Jayla and Darren. You talk shit about anybody set for the person in the mirror that's staring. You talk like you Keisha and cry like a Karen. Awards that you want, money you got, clothes that you wear. A whole lot happened in this last two years, but this is the part that you sharing. I just wish you tell the whole truth. When you was going through shit, how I hold you. It's gonna be okay, is what I told you. I was the realest nigga you was close to. And that's real. The people that know you don't love you. The people that love you don't know you. I loved you out loud, I was vocal. Said you never seen it up close. I said, come here, baby, let me show you. Sit down for a second, girl, you need to hear this. Be for real, you ain't even realistic. Got light pole, then you started posting gym pics. The things that you're doing is sadistic. Spent four hours doing glam, not a blemish. But your foundation is off, you need to fix it. <laughs> Clean up your spirit. And not just your image. I thought that's what you was doing with your downtime. When a snake shed his skin, it only changed on the outside. You got emotional hurdles. Man, the work that you need is internal. When love goes bad, can't believe it. Archive pics, you can't delete it. Damn, see me with Jaden Kingdom, and then you went Jaden Pinky. Saw you pop out, wish you the best. You see you pop like out, start gripping your chest. Damn, the jewels on the island, what? healing. I guess the new album need a villain. Brand no. new way for you so. to be a victim. And you did all of this on my daughter's birthday. Oh girl, you consistent. Okay. Yeah, I gotta love you from a distance. Same way that you Nick did on the text for- is you're too talented at rapping. I don't think she's a good person. I don't think Party is a good person either. I think these are both terrible people. That's why I tried to separate the art from the artist. Also, her recent art, I, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. I, it's just, I can't. I can't. 
why why what is depressed meg what are you talking about what are you saying is depressed um the problem is i don't want to repeat talking points of misogynists but did meg have a sexual relationship with tory lanes not not only tory then I, i think well, let's let before we before we even move on just did meg ever why yes she did so was she with her mans at the time she was because i think i was holding her hand when she was doing what so did she lie she did indeed he says in the song because he's like that's why i was having beef with with the baby remember remember there was a time the baby and meg body got involved do you remember sure g easy and meg the stallion mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hear me out. Don't don't take this the wrong way. I am glad that Meg the Stallion got justice and Tory Lanez is uh, experiencing said justice. But is Meg the Stallion a, a bastion of um I don't know whatever you want to call it virtue or a great example or just a person who is just amazing? She clearly was she she was unfaithful and for some of you i know that's not a big deal but for me that's a big deal she lied she continually gets caught up in all this funny stuff i don't view her as any worse than any average industry person she's a standard industry person famous person who made a career of her sexuality and i have no problem with that but she is who she is so i can't i'm sorry i can't be here caping for oh my god y'all need to leave meg alone she's gone through so much she's also put other people through so much both party and meg uh have clearly just been trash people why why guys come on come on let's be real no okay wait so no but then I think she's a dope rapper I, I by the to, way. I, hold on, hold on. I want I want to interrogate when you say trash people. Okay, what has Party done that's trash to you? It made him a bad person. What is he? The do? very fact that he put out this song. Secondly, no, but okay. Wait, okay. okay. In his song, oh, one, on. in his song talking about yes I cheated. He says, "No, nah, it wasn't in your bed." Yo, that's kind of not the point, bro. <laughs> That's kind of not the point. No. So you said I cheated on you in your bed. It wasn't your bed, yo. Yeah. Okay. So, so f- first thing, okay. I don't think cheating makes you a, uh, a bad person. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> if it's a mistake, that you're so sad about and you're apologizing for fine you made a mistake you're not necessarily a bad person if that's your character nah i'm sorry cheating absolutely makes you a bad person what are you saying philip <laughs> no okay 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 hold on but uh, as far as we know with the evidence that we presented to us only one person in this dynamic has made cheating their character <laughs> and that's my point <laughs> We only know so much about party. We know way too much about me. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get my point? So my whole thing is, and now let's, let's get to the, the meat and potatoes. Of <laughs> and this is why. Okay, so with, with regards to the response, considering how aggressive the internet's response, and I only saw parts of it, but the way they were trashing party after Cobra came out. Yeah, oh no, the internet was, they were. No, Dan, so no, 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 let's put this in the grand, in the, in the grander scheme of things. If you are an artist, yes, you might be one of the most quote unquote prolific ghostwriter slash um, rap writers in the game, but publishing money is not performance. Money. Yeah. That's one thing that I can tell you. So he might be he might be earning a decent living, but also you've got to continue to work on relationships. You've got to get new clients. You've got to work with new artists. And also he's got his own personal brand and his own personal um, artistry that he's trying to push. In order to do that, you have to be a likable individual and people want to work with you. Now, if the biggest, one of the biggest women rappers in the game comes out and directly shoots at you, which is not only going to affect your reputation, but could directly affect your wallet and your brand perception and how easily you can get work in the future. Surely it's in your best interest to respond using the mode or the, or the art and the medium that makes you money to say that, hey guys, I am defending myself, but also this is to make sure that I don't go broke because you ruined my name. I have no problem with the. Okay, I do somewhat have a problem with it, but that's not what makes me think that he's a bad person. I have no problem with the diss track. I do have a little bit of a problem with it, which is y'all have each other's numbers. But fine, I get what you're saying, and what no, you're saying but, makes sense. But Anika, she made it public. She didn't mention. I mean, she was vague enough that he could have, he could have, he could have, he could have plausible deniability. Did. But fine, fine, Philip, fine, fine. Meg the Stallion accused Party of cheating at her lowest point, which made him public enemy number one. He released a track. He was like, "Yo, whoa." You're actually the one who's been cheating plus other extra stuff. My conclusion here is y'all both trash. Y'all both cheated on each other. No, y'all hold both on. Use each other. And you, you're missing, you're missing the big, you're missing the, the big point that I'm trying to get to. And I'm surprised you haven't got there yet. And you kind of alluded to it, but you got there. On the song, he even says, yo, I asked you about these guys and you denied it. Then you go to court and on the stand, I'm hearing you admit to smashing every guy you denied. And guys, I didn't even know about. And you know what I had to do? Because I had to save face for both you and me. I had to hold your hand out that courtroom and back the next day. Even though inside, ah, dude, dude, can you imagine finding out your girl cheated? Just randomly, right? Now imagine finding out your girl cheated in front of the world at the same time as the rest of the world. Now can you... Like, we joke about the group chat being crazy. Can you imagine the group chat after all your boys? So, on the 8 p.m. news bulletin, Megan Italian admits to sleeping with people. I hear you, Philip. <laughs> she is clearly. Now, again, look. You know what I want to say? I, I want to say about like the, the entertainment industry. They live. They seem to live by different rules. And I, I, Phil, you and I know this. We've we've interacted with the people who are like deep into it, like that. These famous people, celebrities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Somehow their their lives are different. They live by different rules. It, if we try to apply what they do to us, it just won't fit. It's it's a square into a circle. But 
even at a very base level, it does seem like, yo, that, that's foul from Meg. And I'm not denying that. But are you, tell, are you sitting here, Phil, telling me that the person who's a good man in all of this is Party? I, you see, once you do it, you put it I never said, I never even said good. I have not once ever said good. You just said this person's bad. I'm like, okay, let's look at the evidence to justify. Because that's a strong word, in my opinion. The evidence I have is that he cheated on her. So I'm like, okay, let's justify it. But also, Ted, let me get my point. So now, now for the purposes of your public perception, because you've 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 broken my heart. Like I'm hurt. Damn, the baby. He's half your height. Sorry. No. No, but the baby's already enough to be like, but 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 guys, time time. We need to ask ourselves: Does Meg have a short man fetish? What the hell's going on here? Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm not discovered about all these grants, and I for the purpose of the relationship, purpose of thing like. Maybe we've got business together. I don't know. Like, I've got a... I'm holding you down until the end of this trial, but... And we, we can imagine that happening. Like, yo, for the purposes of PR, united front. But the moment that door closes and we back up, I F you, how dare you, broke my heart, you lied. You're a liar, Megan, I can't stand you. You know what I mean? That could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you're not you're not expressing a very popular opinion in the house there. <laughs> so that could happen, right? Uh-huh. And now and now you're like, ah, screw it. We're having I'm having an entanglement. We are not together no longer. Yeah, I'm having an entanglement. I'm getting mine because you are clearly doing the same. And that's when he quote unquote cheats. What if that was the Scenario. That's not the inf- thing about that, Dan. That's not the information we have. The information we have is you cheated on me in my lowest point in my own bed. And his response is, girl, it wasn't your bed. <laughs> That's the information we have. <laughs> no, but also we have also plus. Okay, I think to, to decide, we need to we need to pull out a calendar and we need to find out who cheated first. Okay. Who who no. was giving out the sloppy toppy or receiving the sloppy toppy first? Plus, Phil, Phil. I don't want. Look, I don't want to be the person that, um, you know, that makes assumptions or who characterizes people based on their appearance. I don't want to be that person. But are you telling me you look at Partisan Fontaine? And like, no, that is a faithful (laughs) man who loves this woman and does good things. I want Philip. Like, come on, man. Well, Dan, based on the evidence, okay, you look at Meg the Stallion and be like, that's a faithful black we, woman. We've already accepted that Meg is foul. <laughs> the question is... Ah, but odds. But odds. Ah, but odds. Ah, guys, no, but wait. Time, time. But also, guys, you know, like, yo, women are twin. I love y'all. You're amazing. But, you know, like, how how did, like, that that fact it never came up. Now that I think about it, like everyone yeah. conveniently it ignores it. And everyone always accuses you of misogyny because why are you blah, 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 blah. I'm like, guys, no. Actually, but, but wait a minute. But, but I'm looking at the timeline. She has a boyfriend, right? Like, so, so why is she fighting her best friend over another man when she has a boyfriend? Make it make I'm going to take it a step further, Philip. And I know that I stand to be accused of um, many things. Crude essay, Rana make the stallion. Make the stallion is actually mild, but let's elevate to sexy red. 
Let's get even worse to Anna <laughs> Sukiyana. Have you seen sexy? Did, did you see sexy? Sexy Red is shooting a, shooting a music video while she's, she's pregnant. Shooting, and she's like, I saw she, she posted. She she posted. She posted. She's shooting a video, and the set is a prison. <laughs> it's it's a prison. There's inmates she's throwing money at her, and she's pregnant. <laughs> At some point, we have to be honest, guys. I, guys, I love sexy red. Guys, no, 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 let, no, no. Let's be honest. We need to bring back shame. I, I, I will be the first to admit. I'll be the first to admit that a a patriarchal society based on very puritanical values has caused a lot of damage to women in in the years. But I think we've overcorrected. Here comes the butt. No, we've overcorrected, guys. No, no, no. We've overcorrected. We need to. We need to come back somewhere, just a little bit, just a little bit, because. <laughs> Sexy Red's new music video is her pregnant. The pendulum is too far gone. In a prison while the inmates throw money at her. And she's in a second trimester. <laughs> no, we've overcorrected, guys. No, let's come back a little bit. Just a little bit more conservative. Just a little bit. <laughs> Conservativeness. Just a bit, guys. I'm not saying we must go back to 1642. <laughs> I'm just saying I think we've overcorrected. <laughs> Dan is advocating for women to cover up their ankles. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> Let, let's say middle thigh. All right. Can we agree on middle thigh? If you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and any time you can't say anything because, because do you know who I blame? I actually don't blame the women. I blame the freaking alpha males who use mm. this. They use examples of this to push their very toxic mindsets and ideas. And now I can't say, yo, I don't, I don't agree with Mr. Tate, but in this particular instance, uh, maybe it's not the best look for you to be pregnant and in jail twerking for inmates. I think that might, I wouldn't want my daughter to be doing that. Or when Sukiana was trending because she would go to air quotes, classy air quotes, um, you know, um, high, whatever you call them, places. You know what I mean? She would go there and just be acting completely ghetto, hood rat, whatever, whatever. And if you say anything, it's because you're elitist and classist because what the hell do you think? Why are you accepting different people's stand? Da, 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 da. And you're like, no, hang on. Is this the behavior we want humans to exhibit in general? And I... Actually, you know Sukiana Phil, right? Of course. Dan. Now, this is my favorite artist. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I understand. I understand that of the seven plus billion people that exist on the planet, there is no one standard that fits everyone. Some people are different. Some people have different upbringings, mindsets, and everyone to a reasonable extent and without harming other people should have the right to live the life how they feel is the right way to leave, live it. However, that doesn't mean we shouldn't have a general standard that exists within certain boundaries that, listen, if you're a person of ABC morals or values or whatever you want to call it, you would generally be in this space. That doesn't apply to everyone. Some people fall out that, outside that space, and that's also okay. And some people fall far outside that space. That's also okay. But I think it's okay to say that this is the general standard that's expected. Penguins are known to mate for life. If there's a billion penguins on the planet, I'm sure there's some that don't. 
But that doesn't mean that's the general standard for penguins is mating for life. Surely the general standard for humans would be ABC. Some will fall out of that and it's fine. In fact, those that fall out of it might be our entertainers. But when we look at it, we're like, ah, no, but that's not really the standard, eh? <laughs> Don't you think so? I remember when we had a conversation. you remember some, 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 some episodes ago, Phil, we had a conversation about marriage where you were saying that it doesn't make sense that this, um, this standard of marriage, which is, it's like, it's a standard that obviously works for some people, but surely it doesn't apply to every single person on the planet. That can't, that can't be the case. And I agree with you. But I don't think that means it shouldn't be a standard for most people. And if you fall outside that standard, that's okay. But the general standard is one man, one woman will get married and raise a family together. I understand that sometimes parents are abusive. Sometimes people aren't able to raise children in such an environment. Sometimes it's a single mom or a single dad. Sometimes, which is also fine. It doesn't make you any less of a person. But the standard that exists in society, I think we should bring back societal standards. That's what I think. And we should bring back shame. Why are you pregnant and twerking? Why is somebody's baby daddy crying to YG to say, why can you take down my baby mama from your Instagram? Because she's stripping for you. By the way, shout out to my mans. My mans, you know. No, he bagged the he bagged the baddie as his baby mama. But guys, guys, bring back a bit of shame. I think we've overcorrected. That's what I'm saying. I don't want us to go back to puritanical values and 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 patriarchy and whatever. I'm just saying I think we've overcorrected. That's what I think. Personally. Yeah, see, I'm done. I'm from the 1920s. I like it when a woman is conservative and stays at home. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that rant and I was like, yo, ah, dad is old. This man is so old, he's, he's ranting about women and using an analogy of mating penguins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, nah, so that particular this, analogy this of penguins, penguins, I was thinking about it when, <laughs> after we had that conversation, well, I was like, no, I think it makes sense that marriage is a standard. If, if it doesn't work for you, fine. But the standard is marriage. Rather than to say there are no standards, everyone must do what they want. Because I think sometimes we need we need a, a thing to aspire to and then you realize that, no, that's not really my thing. Fine. It's okay. Anyway, um, were you outside at all this week, Philip? Uh, no, I was tired. I was weary. Yeah, I was also I was also not really outside this week. Uh, this weekend we will be outside. We'll be a mellow and slow. No way! I lie. I lie, Philip. I was outside. Oh, where did you go? I was invited to uh, a listening session for upcoming artist Ishe. Now I get invited to a lot of listening sessions because I work at a radio station. So I mean, I, I saw the invite and I was like, ah, no, I'll see what I can do. Then when I mentioned it to my wife, she was like, oh snap! I follow him on Instagram and I actually like his music. I was like, really? Damn. Okay, cool. So he's a youngster. He's, I don't know. He's, he's very young and he does like this, this like R&B style. So I was like, okay, actually, let's go check it out. So we went, my man went, let's say my man is very artsy. eh? Mm. So him and your wife got along like. No, no. I mean, they didn't, not, they didn't really talk or anything, but 
his listening session involved uh, a, a ch- was the interpretive dance. Yes, <laughs> and it was the speed painting. It was at the Jason Pepo Theater, and while we were there, we had to we had to circle. So he had a a a, 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 a chair in the middle, which had you know that you know you know Cerebro and from X Men that Magneto wears. Mm. Yeah, it, it's something along those lines, and then there were several screens. So during the listening session, we had to walk around the screens as he did his interpreter. Then at some point, we stopped. He did his. So he wait, was was Cerebro connected to him in the middle at some point during the performance mm. slash listening. And the screens, the screens, the screens are showing us thoughts, yeah, his visualizations. Where he wants you to take the. You art. get it. You get it. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. The we thing is, the same frequency. The we, song we're is creative. Damn, we know what's going on. Let me actually play this song. I'm gonna play this song because it's actually dope. I was like. Yo, this song is dope, but this is a lot, eh? But I mean, you know, it's cool. I mean, do your thing as an artist. You do your thing. You, you know, I, I guess I'm not, I'm not, um, how do I find this? Oh, there we go. Okay. Listen to the song. Listen to the song. think it's a really good song so no that's dope there's only one way you could hear that music and and that's in an art gallery with the cerebral representation because that's the only way you could bring that art to that's life, true man. that's true i remember thinking like yo this man's doing a lot but the song is dope so you know shout out to you for for bringing out your vision and your artistic uh you know he also had cards out that he would sign because you know he believes in self at, at some point when he blows up at least you have a signature from Ishe. it was dope i won't lie the, the song is dope um and then anyway, when we were at this thing, we met uh, this other couple who's, uh, uh, I don't know if I should say his name. Anyway, his wife is also from SA. So then he was like, let's go to a place called Old Rock Cafe. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, no, you love it. So we went there. Yo. You ever been to Old Rock? I've never been to Old Rock. I was like, this place is dope, man. What the heck? Definitely have to go back there. It was It was a good time. So I was somewhat out, but not really out, I guess. Just just went to a listening session. Um, hey, we got some news in movies and TV. <laughs> this is interesting. Mar, tommy, mar, tommy, mar. 
So um, there is going to be a movie coming out about a Zimbabwean. The name of the movie is called Manaka. And it's about Jamie Joseph, a Zimbabwean-born, New Zealand-based anti-poaching activist and her relentless campaign against rhino poaching in South Africa. And uh, Jamie Joseph will be played by none other than Margot Robbie. So, you know, that should be interesting. <laughs> mm, so, an Australian playing a Zimbabwean. Nice. Nice. I see no problem. Well, oh, who do you want? Do you want Brooke, Brooke Jackson to play her? Why did, ooh, ooh. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Brooke is a great communicator. And how dare you? So, it should be coming out this year, by the way. So, uh, oh no, I lie. It should be, it should start filming next year. So, we're expecting to see it in, mm. in coming years. So, it's, it's, a, it's a while. But I mean, if it's about a Zimbabwean starring Margot Robbie, I mean, you know, she is somewhat pleasant to look at. So, that should be interesting. <laughs> somewhat, eh? Yeah, indeed. It's small, small. Oh, yeah, small, small. Okay, um, Philip, a lot of music came out today, actually. And yesterday, yeah. Hmm. Um, at, at the beginning of the show, we played something from Nati O's mixtape that he just dropped, Cornerstone. I haven't listened to the, I haven't sampled the whole thing yet. I've only listened to a couple of songs and I love everything I've heard so far. Um, I was supposed to be part of the rollout for that. I just wasn't available. Ah, oh, man. I, I, and, and I just want to put it on record. I love Nati O and I, I want to support him putting out his music as much as I can, right? So shout out to Natio. But yeah, you you had a rant that you wanted to make. It's not a rant. I'm just gonna say, like, if it's got original compositions and it's being sold on commercial or distributed on commercial platforms, it's not really a mixtape, is it? Yeah, but Phil, the thing is, why must we subscribe to archaic definitions when we are here to Shake things up. Mm. Shake, 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 shake. How do you know it's not Cornerstone, the mixtape, the album? Hmm? Mm. Mm. It's true. And the problem is with you old heads, you want to stick to your rigid definitions and you don't want to, you don't want to accept disruption. You don't want to accept <laughs> new. <laughs> disruption in the music space. <laughs> So check it. Please go check it out. Nati, Nati O, uh, Cornerstone, the mixtape is out now on all platforms. We listened to uh, Jericho featuring Bling Four and Bagger. Bagger has been on a tear lately. He's on a, a ton of stuff that's dope. Shout out to Bagger. Um, there's a couple other people featured. Bagger. Dan, why are you, why are you talking so Bagger. Many Bagger. Who's Bagger? Bagger. We're Raga. It's Bagger. Bagger, we're Raga. Bagger, Bagger, we're Raga. Um, yeah, a lot of these are like, uh, there's no features, but there's a couple of them that have features. Um, I, I am looking forward to properly going through. Let me pick a random one here. I am going to pick. Hmm. I am going to pick pick this one here called Ndeje New, and then we can listen to it. Natio Ndeje Let's see how that sounds. Africa's Pablo from another way. Why do you wish I give up? Dying in a dress, I see her. Jaga, what I say, you're my guy, Chingoziva. You got to live on. I gonna life it easy. Bambi, I'm on Zira in a minzwa. Uchida, my furo, I'm a greener. 
Oto shingirira Koze ngada iri dembe Bata ya mawina pinde Nyangwe kukashata kunze Hamunga ni wine For a long time I've been me I never lose and it's me Nyangwe kukashata kunze Hamunga ni wine Tune, 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 tune. Nati O, it's called There's a New. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Someone else also dropped today. Uh, Aishan dropped his, uh, I guess it's an EP called Bundu Popior. Bundu Popor. Bundu Pop You Are. I don't know how to say it, but it's Bundu Pop, then you are afterwards. It's underrated. It's Bundu Pop, parentheses, underrated. Oh, snap. I mean, the way he puts it on his album art is just one word. Bundu Popor. <laughs> what are you look? I'm looking at the album. I just Bundu Pop under it. Where, where does it say, that, where does it say that on his album art? <laughs> it literally says Bundu Popor. <laughs> okay, wait. Send me a screenshot. Send me a screenshot. I need to see this. Okay. Philip, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play it here. And then you... I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play it here so this oh no this is the interlude i'm gonna play the probably the the standout track or rather the most popular track so far which is um the song called long time it's aishan featuring tammy moyo and nati o some more nati o for you there you go there you go there you go there you go hold on hold on hold on it's it's not yet on streaming platforms Come on, Aisha, and let's do it faster than this, man. Dan, what are you talking about? What is happening? I, Philip, I'm literally I'm look, playing. I'm literally on my on my Spotify right now and it's not there. Apple Music. Africa, Africa's Song uh, Long Time from Aisha Nadio and Tamio available on DSPs except Dan's. Because apparently he does not update his phone. I don't know. Like, is your phone in 2002? Uh, I want to take this opportunity to apologize to Aisha and team. It is indeed on DSPs. <laughs> I don't know why it was not immediately coming up on my. I think I was searching for Bundu Popur. <laughs> Whereas here it's Bundu Pop underrated. So yeah, so uh, my apologies, but yes, it is available on DSP. Check it out on on Apple Music and uh, Spotify. Um, anything else, Philip, that you've been listening to recently? Um, actually quite a bit. You know what? I'm gonna get down to it. I'm gonna update the the playlist. Sorry, we haven't guys. done that in a while, eh? 
uh, I know I haven't done it in a while. There was something we were doing that we still need to follow up on then. Um, so we'll do that. Um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's, it's been a bit of a hectic week. So I haven't really delved deeper. Nadia and Aisha are what I did listen to. And then I, I was playing back um, the Numa Looms album. And then I was playing the Takura album. The Takura album is really, I'm really vibing to that. And then, yeah, so a lot of new stuff. But uh, shout out to everyone who's dropping. And uh, this 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 Q4 is looking exciting. So I had a, a listing session for for Yemi Kani yesterday. Mm-hmm, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting vibe there. Interesting vibe there. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of um, dope stuff uh, in the works. So yeah. very nice, very nice. There's there's also a, a ton of stuff that we from the previous weeks that we haven't really touched on. For example, Freeman's new album. Uh, we spoke about Takura's King of Hearts album. <laughs> I love that album. That album is flames, dope stuff. Shout out to Takura. Um. Yeah. So you know, check out some of the stuff that's out there. That's pretty cool stuff. All right. Uh, listen, boys and girls, we have been recording for a while. Uh, oh my gosh, two hours already. Um, I think on this note we can we can end it, Philip, and then you can you can find something that you'd like to tack on to the end of this. Um, in the meantime, we can take this opportunity to thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for supporting. Please keep on listening to us, uh, support us. If you're listening to this and you don't follow us on social media, look for Danny, that guy, and Phil Chard. Uh, you can also simply just retweet or share or even just post that you're listening, take a screenshot of whatever app you're listening to, whatever it is, just to show support. Uh, there's a greater way to show support, which is to become a Patreon subscriber. The Two Broke Tumbos patrons uh, on uh, twobroketumbos.com forward slash donate. And uh, you'll find there the helpful links for you to subscribe. Uh, if you just pay $5 a month, then we will consider you a Two Broke Timbos patron and we will add you to the WhatsApp group if you so choose. We'll also give you exclusive goodies whenever we come across them. Those who are part of the group will attest to the fact that we're able to share some of those. Sometimes, every now and again. I've got some tickets coming. I'm, I'm going to collect tickets tomorrow, actually. So the, I'll have tickets for a big event this weekend that I'll be offering exclusively to the patrons. Very nice. And you get those as part of them. Like, think about it. For five dollars a month, we, we you might you could actually get a hundred dollars worth of tickets. A, and a it's month. just just just, just it's just not double. just in Zim. We get access to stuff around. Like we've we've sent people in different places to different spots. You know what I'm saying? So um, also, mm-hmm. I mean, those benefits are great and whatever. But the real real thing is that you're just supporting the podcast that you love. So for just and community. Amazingly, five dollars, and the conversations are great, man. I, I love the conversations we have in that group. I, I was thinking about the other day, like, yo, we went from nerdy to sports to just this random social stuff to like, you know, it's just dope, man. So yeah, for a measly $5 per month, you can be part of this. Of course, if you want to flex your pockets, you can do so and donate way more than that or subscribe to more than that. There are several tiers available. But yeah, just for the minimum of $5 a month, you can become a Two Broke Tumbos patron. If there's something in this episode that really hit you or that you really enjoyed, if you're like, ah, but yeah, I've been looking at Make the Stallion Sideways for a while now, you can drop a once-off donation as well in the same location, twobroketumbos.com forward slash donate. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I think that's it. Um, I've, I've got a song we're going to play out with, but for, obviously before that, thank you guys so much for listening. We really love and appreciate it. Um, the best way to get hold of us is via the Patreon group or via our email. Um, info at twobroketwimbos.com. Um, social media. Nah, I don't like it anymore. You know, do not really put me off um, like Twitter mm-hmm. today, Dan. So I, I got an, a new device and I'm trying to log into our Twitter account. Oh, new I device. Very nice, man. Oh yeah, because uh, you can't do the two-factor authentication. Yeah. Yep. So, 
but 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 what I will um, say is if you do want to tag us in something or mention us in something, or let's say you have a contribution or a question, maybe at this point you're like, these guys have wisdom. I need them to help me with my situation. You can just tag us. We'll be able to see it and we'll and we'll we'll address it in the next episode. So 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 yeah, um the best way to reach us is via email. Or even a great tool that people are using is like on Instagram. I'm Instagram on the podcast apps. So like podcast on Spotify and even, um, geez, I'm forgetting the name of it. There's another app. Dang it. I remember just now. You can actually comment or respond to the episode um, within the app and we'll get pinged. I'm like, oh, snap. That's dope. So it's, it's almost like the comment section on the blog has now moved to your podcast app, which makes it's really dope to, you know, to have that, 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 that conversation. Um, we'll be bringing back the newsletter soon. So please look out for that. And obviously a lot of events coming up in December. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I guess on that note, we out. <laughs>